0: You got I, I, I love the way you mix it up. Um, at first, I was like, what is this? And then, you know, I was yeah. like, all right, I'm feeling this. This is the if a podcast. That's funny. I was telling this story the other day at the Mid-South Cleaners Association, and um, I forgot about it. It actually popped up in my head, but I was posting ads on Craigslist trying to do any type of handyman work, and a lady reached out to me. <clears throat> she she uh, was working for a roofing contractor and she's like, hey, let's meet at this McDonald's and talk about like a business venture. I've never met her before. And we go, I get a cup of coffee at this McDonald's and talking to this random stranger about, and she kind of me, teaches me about roofing claims. Okay. Like, All right. She's like, you know, we go knock on doors, look for roofs that have damage, and then we can file a claim and the insurance will pay for it. And I was like, this, is, this sounds crazy. <laughs> of all the ways to get involved in property restoration,
1: um, this, this may take the cake, right? This sounds crazy. Uh, Craigslist ad to a meeting with a random stranger in a McDonald's over a delicious cup of coffee.
0: Cup of
2: coffee in the big time.
1: Voila. You're now a property restoration professional.
2: Hi everybody out there, Jojo
1: Nation. As a contractor, every day is a fight for survival.
2: Oh. What the hell are we doing here, Harry?
1: DOJO is the do your own job dojo. Sweep the leg. Curated by John Isaacson. Contractor, guy, inspect your home. Offer. There's nothing like it out there. A mediocre podcast host. Oh. Nicely done on keeping it together. The, the Diojo podcast. Okay. Should be listening to you. Helping contractors shorten their dang learning curve.
2: Here on the Dojo Podcast, folks. Dude,
0: this sounds crazy.
1: So our guest is Brendan Rumsey, founder and partner of Rumsey Construction and Restoration, uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, and Georgia.
0: This sounds crazy. For some reason, she seemed very genuine, so I gave her a shot. So she's like, "Just follow me in your truck. Bring your ladder." So the next day, I met her in a neighborhood, and I think by the end of that week, we had like ten jobs. <coughs> signed up. Oh wow. Um. That's how I got into the insurance claims. I was like, this is awesome.
1: Um, speaking of this experience, getting into property restoration via roofing claims, we found this video on YouTube of Brendan's first um, roof inspection with a, a carrier present. It's pretty interesting.
2: What's a BT? You don't know what a BT is? No. A brittle test? We don't do brittle tests. Is that what you did right here in damage to No. I'm not here to look at the pliability of the shingle. Okay. Is this the correct way to remove a shingle? No, I'm asking you. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. The nails right I'm here. Roo- I'm not a roofer. I'm here to but look you're, at the you pliability of the You can tell me how I'm doing it wrong. I'm a roofer. So I'm going to do it. If you don't know how to do it, how can you make a coverage decision? I'm here to look at the pliability of the shingle. The repair All right. How's how that now? Na- okay. All right. We're past that. So you agree the nails up right now, right? Yes. How do I get this nail out? You, I mean, I'm just asking you. I'm not being smart.
1: Sworn- if you're listening, or maybe if you're not anywhere near social media, you may have missed this one, but this was pretty popular a couple months back where there's a roofer on the roof with a representative, I believe, of State Farm. Um, and the customer is down below. You'll see later in the video. And the roofer is trying to assess... Uh, The repairability of the roof, whether individual shingles can be safely pulled up, you know, without causing damage, and then shingles replaced. You know, in the one sense, the roofer's doing a good job of trying to, hey, we're here together. Let's work together. I'm asking you a question. it, It would probably really depend. If you're on the carrier side, you're probably thinking the roofer's a jerk. If you're on the roofer's side, you're probably thinking the carrier's a jerk.
2: Pardon me, Mr. Perfect!
1: So we'll see a little bit how this plays out and uh, make your own decision on, on who's wrong or right and whether that even helps get closer to an effective solution.
2: So how would you get the snail out? I'm here not I'm not here to tell you how to do your job. Okay. I'm sure. just here to look at the pliability of the Is shield. that the right way? I'm here yes. How do you find this now? Is that the correct way? Is that the correct way? Can I can I lift it up? So here's the nail. All right? Mm-hmm. It rips. Uh, it rips. So, yeah, yeah if you're, I mean, if you're going aggressive like that, it will. Aggressive? Okay. Yeah. Sir, are you... What do you mean? What do you mean? You, have, you get the nail
1: out. If you're trying to play middle of the road, I mean, obviously the roofer's trying to make a point. It sure seems like the carrier representative is looking for that gotcha, you know, has a fixed narrative of, um, you know, this is this is how this is supposed to go. And in some of that, it's difficult as a contractor. If there's anybody that um, is a homeowner, you know, that happens to stumble across this, it's difficult because you want to believe everybody's just trying to do their job, trying to do it the right way. You know, how were either of these individuals trained? You know, what were the preceding events leading up to? We don't know how this damage was caused just from this, the clips that we're showing you. Don't know the, the history. I mean, it looks like a pretty beat-up roof, um, if you're being honest. But, I mean, that's, again, with very limited access to details.
2: How are you talk? What do you mean? That's how you have to get the nail out. No, I'm just saying I'm not, there this has, to has to be a, a willingness
1: there to actually complete the repair, and I don't see that.
2: Are you serious? Yes, sir. Then, you sh- then show us how you do it. Again, I'm, I'm not a roofer. So All right, let's do this one. Okay, let's do this one. I'm, see I'm, I'm, I've, I've seen what I need. Wow. Yeah. Yes, sir.
1: What's happening off screen is the customer who's down below the homeowner is asking the carrier representative, you know, a question. We, we have the restoration triangle here. Any classic loss is going to at least involve three people. The restoration. Three people. Tri- tri- triangle. There's the customer, the carrier representative, and the contractor. Uh, the carrier should be there to represent you know, the, the language of the policy, what is and isn't covered in the policy. The contractor should be speaking to uh, realistic ability to perform the repairs. Customer, hey, carrier, this is what I bought and understood it with my policy. Contractor, this is what I need done. We call it the restoration triangle. The restoration triangle. It's great that all three parties are there. It doesn't look like... At this point, we're going to get a resolution that works for everybody. The restoration.
0: Three people.
1: Tri- tri- triangle.
0: Beautiful yeah. turn. I like that.
2: Holy whoa, 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 whoa. Wait. He up Why are you going so far? Why are you going so far? <laughs> All right, guys. I I'm, was I'm here to.
1: to okay, well, let's do
2: another that. one that we both agree on then. Well, I've already seen it's you do It's failed. It's failed. I- you did this. Hold on. You did this, Jeff. I've seen what I needed to see. Yeah, you did that. You won't let me repair this one. I, ha- you, you show me the gentle way you take a nail out of a roof. I, I, again, you I'm don't not, know how. I'm not here. I'm not a roofer. I'm not. And you don't, don't know it. how, but you can make a coverage decision on his Jeff's policy. i Is an that what you're saying? Policy, correct. Your next on his policy, but not repairability. Correct. correct. Well, the, hey, send that to the lawyer.
1: I think it's important to think about um, if you put someone in a defensive position, they have nothing, no other option than to be defensive. So, you know, again, don't know the details, but you get this carrier representative on site and you got the camera there. And, um, while you're trying to, and who knows, maybe there was multiple attempts to try to do this and finally got somebody out there. So the roofers exasperated, can't say that that's never happened. Um, but, uh, but if you, if you can take a step back, right, you put someone in a defensive position by having, having the cameras rolling. I mean, it's kind of clear there at the end, rivers, like send that to the lawyer, you know, okay. So was that your goal with this whole interaction the carrier representative what did they say you know looking for a a a legitimate attempt at salvage so they've got it in their mind and it's like this friction and so it's important to 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 sometimes be able to take a step back and just say okay what what can we do to arrive my mindset change i think number one can we let the structure speak for itself? Let the structure speak for itself. This this is the damage. So this is what you know we're proposing we, we we need to do in order to make this property restored back to pre-loss conditions you don't agree with that and i i do think the roofer is doing that like hey this is how we came to this conclusion i think there's a part where they talk about the particular bar that they're using is the bar that's prescribed by state farm
2: well, hopefully you're never going to know
1: you know for trying to pull the nails if you're if you're just stuck to your narrative and you're trying to drive you know the other party towards your narrative you may or may not accomplish that, uh, but but likely that doesn't leave a lot of room for a reasonable middle ground. Some of you, uh, you know, are probably thinking, man, I'd just like to punt that guy right off the roof, you know. Bunch of locusts. I've been there. I've uh, definitely been in situations where it's like, I don't know what to say because it seems like logic just doesn't apply to this conversation, so... I can't say that I haven't been as frustrated and maybe wish there was a camera rolling. But even that, like, what's it going to prove? So we're going to go to litigation. It's going to cost more, but maybe there's some precedents can be made that uh, that is in favor of consumers in the insurance process. So maybe all in all, more good happens out of that, but it's tricky. Just all that to say, if you put somebody in a defensive position, they have no other option than to be defensive. So if you can insofar as it depends on you be at peace with everyone it's maybe what a wise person once said right? a very popular book those are some
2: horrible stories
1: we want to thank our sponsor. I will not bow to any sponsor. We've got the Institute of Inspection, Cleaning, and Restoration Certification, a.k.a. the IICRC. Most of you know about the training available through the IICRC and the standards, but you may not be aware there are several standards up for review currently that you can review them and input on whether you think they best reflect the industry consensus. Visit IICRC.org today. We also have David Princeton with Advocate Claim Service. He has a monthly column in Cleaning and Restoration Magazine, CNR. Dear David, if I want to take the anxiety out of my claim, who should I call? Advocate Claim Service. Advocate Claim Service. We've got the Restoration Industry Association, the RIA. They are excited to offer a new first-time contractor member discount program, making it even more affordable than ever to become a member. Eligible companies receive a discounted rate of $299 U.S. dollars. Or twenty five dollars per month for the first year of membership with the RIA, and we have the winner of the RIA's two thousand twenty three Contractors Choice Award, Epic Estimates specializes in writing Xactimate and stability estimates with speed, precision, and professionalism. If you want your estimates to be epic, you know who to call. Thank you to our sponsors. Please let them know that you heard about them on the Dojo Podcast. You yeah,
2: have entered the Dojo Podcast. <laughs>
1: Okay, we took a little detour there through a nice interaction between a roofing contractor and a carrier representative. That
0: sounds crazy.
1: But now let's get back to the story where Brendan Rumsey meets a person, a random person from the internet, at a McDonald's for a cup of coffee in the big time.
2: Cup of coffee in the big time.
1: And is now in property restoration vis-a-vis roofing.
0: Voila. Yep, so he went around and met the adjusters and they started cutting checks and I had to give her like um you know sales fee a spiff uh, yeah but man it, it saved my butt during that time so no like, kidding huh. from that um uh, gradually got into um fire and water and and then kind of like you know the roofing side went down a lot you Sure. Know, now we're mainly a mitigation recon company so okay but you do program work at all we do contractor connection. Okay.
1: Some program work. Yeah. Have you? Have you by chance? Did you listen or watch the last Dojo uh, podcast? The RJC Construction. Are you familiar with that story? I have not heard that one. When people ask what we do as property restoration contractors, I always like to explain. Whenever there's a situation where someone says, "Who's going to clean this up?" That's what we do. <laughs> So, what happens when the help is provided but No! Then there's a disagreement. No! Yes, thank you for helping us, but but but.
2: Oh god! Oh! No!
1: Recently, one such issue came across the desk here at the Dojo podcast between RJ Construction in the Arlington Independent School District. First rule of trying to convince the public through use of YouTube videos that your case is legit? Sad music.
2: music. hard hard drive humidify about 450,000 square feet within Sam Houston High School for a price of $2.50 per square foot, plus some expenses. The total price for this emergency services record was $1,245,600, that's a lot of money.
1: I believe the AISD and its board could be trusted. Some of my companies swung into action. Over the course of days, near round-the-clock work, Sam Houston, I was dried in and dehumidified. We did the job we were hired to do. Do not fear. The Diojo podcast is here.
2: Perhaps you've heard about this case. Uh...
1: The video, RJ Construction vs Arlington ISD, I believe it was posted in September of 2021, has 33,000 views, which is quite a bit. So there's been some interest in that. The videos that they've released subsequent to that haven't got quite as much traction, but maybe you've heard of this case.
2: So their stories. The total price for this emergency services rendered was 1245600
1: uh, I, I, I already got all the information I need, it's clear this guy's a crook, just another one of them crummy contractors just trying to you know, just trying to win one over and and get paid on the big one, just trying to just seeing the dollar signs trying to get paid.
2: I think the ASD has hired a team of lawyers to claim that the district does not owe a penny for the hard and diligent work that my company performed.
1: Well, there, there you have it then. Okay, so okay, maybe I sit corrected. I mean, this school district's just a bunch of crooks, probably in, in cahoots with the insurance company. There's a conspiracy to just put put the small business out of business. That's what this is. That's clearly what this is. We
2: did the job we were hired to do. Now the A.S.P. is saying, "Screw you! We don't owe you a penny because we are the government."
1: Perhaps one of the most interesting elements of this case, and it's now being litigated, is whether a string of emails constitutes an agreement or a contract.
2: The American people are sick and tired of hearing about your damn emails. I believe the ASDAN's board could be trusted. Everything I said is backed up by documents that are available to the public.
1: I don't know what in the hell's going on. The DioJo podcast. podcast.
0: I, I, I love the way you mix it up. Um, at first, I was like, what is this? And then, you know, I was yeah. like, all right, I'm feeling this. This is okay. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: for those of you that are in the Pacific Northwest, Washington, Idaho, Oregon, and the surrounding areas. We are hosting our first, I guess you'd call it a half day symposium, a water damage symposium. This is awesome. Um, our friends at. Uh, American Water Damage Restoration are hosting and uh, providing a free lunch for all those who attend. But we're planning a little bit different. We're going to have three 15 to 20 minute TED Talk style presentations from subject matter experts. They're going to be discussing optimizing technology for mitigation excellence, creative solutions for challenging water damage scenarios, and where water damage insurance claims go bad. Um, So there'll be three TED Talk style presentations from subject matter experts. We'll break out in peer-to-peer roundtables to discuss you know, what's been presented. And then we'll bring the speakers back for um, a, an intentional question and answer session. We'll have some vendors there. Like I said, this is our first kind of effort as a local um, Pacific Northwest group um, to have something a bit larger than our monthly meetings. Uh, if you'd like to know more about that or how you can support that, you can go to thedojo.com d-y-o-j-o.com forward slash events we're also hoping if we can get a little more support uh, from people in the industry and vendors that we might be able to put a full day one on to get um in a symposium in october in tacoma as well
0: this is awesome Mm -hmm.
1: rjc construction are you familiar with that story well it's funny because his story is very similar to yours he was in banking um so there's a contractor in uh, Arlington Texas and he he's in banking then the recession hit obviously they were hit pretty hard too just like yeah. construction was um and he had a background in roofing so to supplement his income he was selling roofs out of the back of his car so then he starts a roofing company I think I think he said he started doing it kind of on the side in 07 and then made it a company in ten but then he also says like they've been doing water damage since 2009.
2: <coughs> What happened during snowpocalypse is is all these roofers decided they wanted to be a water restoration expert.
1: This is a a segment from the Built Better podcast uh, that we found of Robert Jordan being on that podcast, and it's just a short snip. How ironic is this? A roofing contractor that got into water damage is chastising other roofing contractors for getting into water damage.
2: Because they were roofers, they thought they could do it. You know, we're roofers. We believe we can do anything, and so it was interesting to watch their wheels turn. And I think what you're going to find is, I think you're going to find contractors venturing more into that water restoration space than they ever have before because they got a real taste for it back in February and March. We've we've been doing fire and water restoration since 2000.
1: I think the thing that's scary uh, that should cause every contractor to take pause is you're thinking, man, that would never happen to me. My stuff's dialed in. Uh, We're going fine. We do things by the book. And that's exactly what he's presenting himself as to the community and the other videos.
2: We've been doing fire and water restoration since 2000.
1: You know, it, humility goes far. So anyways, 2021 comes around.
2: It's apocalypse.
0: I think he's multi-state. Uh, winter Storm Yuri hits Texas. And got oh, hit. yes. You're talking about the one about the school and not yep. getting it. Yes, yep. Yes, I have heard. I did listen to that one. That is correct. Yeah.
1: So he sued. I still haven't quite figured it out. Um, I can't find any documentation on what they documented or didn't document and then what okay. Angel Martin did. Um, but yeah but so he's suing them saying they own you know 1.2 million they said after their adjuster review they only owe about 180 and if there's more documentation they'll consider it but um it's asked for documentation that rj says doesn't exist doesn't exist doesn't exist <laughs> so at first i think the first thing i received was a fact sheet from the school district It's like man this guy's not playing ball there's like at least four different ways you can resolve this in a much better outcome you know like much closer to what you need to do and uh but then you kind of read the court case and you're like man <laughs> like most things right it's 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 yeah. uh it's it's not
0: cut and dry yeah it's hard to say that you know without knowing the differences in the services and the circumstances surrounding the other contractors that got paid and the yeah. one that didn't you know i read somewhere you're saying the other there's 20 other contracts, maybe repair on the repair side, maybe that did work and got paid.
1: If we go on the fact sheet from AISD, claimed by RJ Construction, they were the only company available to help. They did the work quickly and then the district didn't pay them. So uh, you got uh, you got my money? According to AISD, more than 20 Arlington ISD Facilities suffered damage caused by Winter Storm Uri. RJ Construction reached out to the district to offer its services. So it wasn't them calling, hey, we got a problem. It's RJ calling them. Um, I'm going to have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Five vendors were hired to help dry out flooded schools and perform other necessary services to get students and staff back in their buildings. All other vendors had their invoices reviewed and approved by the adjuster and have been paid in full. Ooh. Including the other vendors who worked at Sam Houston High. Not only, according to ISD, were they not the only contractor; they weren't the only contractor working at that particular school.
0: The difference is there too with the communication with the board or whatever, why why they chose not to pay our district. You have some experience uh, litigating with insurance companies, correct? (laughs) Unfortunately, um, you know, I kind of got we were, you know, we got a mitigation around I think 2011 and building that up and everything was going great and then 2017 i was like you know we have all this work but our profits are dropping you know dealing with the carrier is getting more difficult so we had to make an adjustment like big time because we were about to go bankrupt about to go bankrupt great story compelling and rich
1: thank you for tuning in to the, the Diojo podcast we hope you were informed yeah so i've learned something here and entertained
2: are you not entertained
1: dyjo.com forward slash podcast you can buy john a beer you can support the show or you can buy one of the books i've written the last one being how to suck less at estimating <laughs> what
0: am i supposed to do
1: that <laughs> and you can find them on amazon there's nothing like it out there what a cliffhanger, about to go bankrupt. And there's many reasons that can happen, right? You have the Great Recession that we talked about, uh, 08 and 09, that um, took a lot of people out or really affected their abilities. Uh, You've got profitability here issues where it's a combination of external and internal issues. Uh, Maybe in the RJC example, you know, from one perspective, it's an external issue, a large invoice that didn't get paid. And uh, maybe from another perspective, some internal issues, dying on a hill. Do you really need to die on by either not having or not presenting the documentation? Um, I, I know I've seen a lot of companies go too big, too fast and their systems and their people can't catch up, you know, to, to build on that foundation, you know, chasing the golden goose. Or we talk about, you know, um, my father-in-law taught me in business, you can shear a sheep many times, but you can only skin it once. So, you know, being wary of your, or being careful with how you build your brand awareness, you know, uh, positive association, and, um, you know, understanding where your leads and your business is coming from, keeping track of profitability, customer satisfaction, all the pieces that we have to deal with every day. So we will... Go further next episode or the next time we revisit Brendan Rumsey, this um, interview with Brendan Rumsey talking about more about his litigation scenarios. We've talked about that through RJC and some of the other cases we brought up throughout the DOJO podcast. But I want to zero in now on something he talks about as it relates to collaboration, especially at the local level. I think we have great resources at the national level some resources are starting to develop regionally, but um, you know, a lot can be done as well at the local level and it's important that it goes both
0: ways. That's funny, I was telling the story the other day at the mid south cleaners association well that that's why we restarted some of these groups like we have a lunch group in charlotte called carolina restorers united they're actually meeting today and we all that was the reason i helped form that is like we don't discuss actual pricing because we don't want to do anything wrong wrong sir but we do encourage people to create their own pricing which more people are doing now in charlotte and in both our markets that we're Pretty heavy and so. that's going to help you make better estimates
1: which is really a process of getting down to what what do we actually need to make the prop the overhead right cover what we need uh-huh. and then the profit to to go where we want to go right joint effort working with the AGA and the pricing committee trying to help contractors uh establish those and be able to, to def- articulate and defend that See info 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 infographic. Infographic. Beautiful. I love that. The SNP you're seeing is the um, infographic from the Restoration Industry Association, the AGA Pricing Committee. Uh, the difference, or the difference between margin and markup, or margin is not markup. So it helps with the cost accounting. Help understand. There's a calculator uh, that the uh, great folks at Ask Amy help to facilitate. That uh, you can take your price and your Goal for your margin and it'll tell you what your markup needs to be in order to achieve that as we've said if you put the 20% in it actually calculates out to 16.67% we put a video out on that with Ben quite a while ago and there's other resources that explain how we get to that as well
0: yeah that's been great I mean we, we use those documents
1: you may say pause what are these documents that Brendan is talking about Great question. If you go to restorationindustry.org, what we've been talking about is the Restoration Industry Association, the Advocacy and Government Affairs Committee. So you go to the advocacy bracket and you go to AGA position statements. We use those documents. Which takes you over to this page. There's even the AGA Academy talks about how to use RIA AGA position statements, RAA members share success with position statements. There's Brendan Ramsey right there. Yeah, that's been great. We got adjusters dictating restoration charges, denial of charges for the cost of doing business, the cost of doing business. Wrong, sir. Deviation from standardized price list, new construction price list position statement, which we did an episode on as well. We came back. All right. All right. We're going to create this price list, get it out there, and let's go. So lots of great resources from the Restoration Industry Association.
0: See info, info, info infographic. Infographic. Beautiful. Yeah, I love that. In these cases and these proceedings. Uh, it does give us firepower, and I didn't have that firepower before, you yeah. know, when I started dealing with these issues. Um, and also, you know, it's been a, the e- great equalizer to me is inflation. And hmm. the COVID, it's really change the environment where i have so many contractors reaching out now and saying all right how do you do it? i remember you telling me years ago i should do this but now like we're on board all of a sudden they're on board now you know so yeah, it's been pretty awesome to see yeah uh, you know, so much more interest in it. And then it's at the same time, you have the RA and AGA working on it as well. So it's like a perfect time right now. I love
1: that. It's a perfect time right now. Um, perfect time right now to be involved in a local group of contractors.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Talking about issues, sourcing creative solutions, helping each other thrive. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Brendan's done there in the Carolinas, we've tried to do here in Washington in the Pacific Northwest. What the industry needs is conversations like this Thursdays are four. The Ojo Podcast What are you, stupid? mind, mindset change Helping contractors shorten their dang, dang, dang learning curve
0: Once you get to the point where you're not willing to listen or not willing to learn We pound sand The Ojo Podcast
1: This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard it's complete hogwash
0: And uh, so I, that's where I've reached out to Ben. To, the only time I've been in the Seattle, I went out to um, been through a class and upstairs above, a, I, can't, I don't remember if it was a John Don or one of these um, okay. restaurant supply stores in the industrial side of Seattle. And, um, but he taught us so much and I'll, we got back home, we implemented the custom priceless, you know, we started changing the estimating. And from that moment, we started, you know, getting our numbers where they needed to be so we could, you know, be successful and make a profit. And, uh, but you know, in our area, no one else was using the custom pricing. Um, so that's when we started having issues, you know, like priceless. Um, so yeah, we ran into, I mean, I still have, I have one now with a very large carrier that I've been dealing with since 2018. That's still, you know, hasn't really budged much so you know a lot of um i think we did a couple depositions and you know um they've requested a lot of documents and stuff and we requested a lot of documents from them but of course they haven't provided those and we've provided everything so in the discovery phase the so discovery. if we if we
1: back up a minute ben Justice and enlightened restoration solutions so you're talking about customizing your price list so that's where um you just get uh you just uh
0: sorry. I was trying to think of something funny to say and
1: I completely lost it, but uh.
0: <laughs> well, uh I would say we, uh we came back from Seattle pumped up, you know, we had yeah. Ben's class restoration warrior. He got us fired up and we, yeah. we came back. All right. All right. We're going to create this priceless, get it out there and let's go. And, yeah. uh, you know, we were a company well known because my dad, you know, he had his restor- uh, remodeling firm, similar name. It was like Rumsey Construction and Renovation and we're Rumsey Construction Restoration. So you know we had a really good reputation but as soon as we put that priceless out there for a while you know most of the adjusters didn't even notice it and just approve stuff but then you know words are spreading that we were using it and then we went from being a very uh, great firm among like adjusters and agents to being a hated firm because we're the guys making our own pricing and yeah. restoration. So
1: doing.
0: Yeah. It didn't take long um, for it to kind of go south of that. But, um,
1: well, and that's where what, a favorite line of the insurance companies, right, is, uh, you know, no one else is doing this. Yeah. And if you're the first, that, that might be a situation where it's literally true, right? <laughs> well, that, that's why we.